Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. You're listening to Golf Strategy School. This week's episode is brought to you by Golf Ball Locator App. For more information about Golf Ball Locator app, including download links for both the Android and iOS versions, visit golfballlocatorapp.com. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could have your questions answered by the best coaches from around the world? Well, now you can. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, bringing you elite-level instruction, one interview at a time. I'm your host, Marty Griffin. Hey everybody, it's Marty back here with you again. This is the final episode of the 30-day challenge. Uh, It's not going over any practice routines because we've gone through all of those. This is more of a wrap-up show. In case you missed any of the episodes about the 30-day challenge, they are the previous four episodes of the podcast. So you can always catch that through iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your podcast download app of choice is. But I wanted to talk about some awesome, awesome results that we've had from this 30-day challenge and what I feel the biggest takeaways are. So with that in mind, let's get to it. All right, so in terms of stats, in terms of participants through the 30-day challenge, we had over 160 people that signed up for the bonus materials, and then we had over 4,300 listeners go through the challenge as well, so... Thank you so much for making this an actual valuable process for me as a person coordinating a challenge like this. I definitely learned a lot, and I definitely appreciate all the feedback that I got from everybody. It was very much appreciated. In terms of the big takeaways, what was really the point of the 30-day challenge? Well, a lot of it kind of centered around what is being discussed, kind of referred to as internal versus external focus. Now, the internal focus is usually that technical aspect. It's the positions, you know, hands here, arms there, posture, that kind of stuff. Whereas the external focus is more target-oriented and goal-oriented, making sure that we're, we're achieving and progressing. And I try to focus on more of the external focus because there's been some pretty healthy science put behind it that if you take a group of people who have a, a instructional thing given to them in a very technical, internally-focused way, and you have them try to repeat that at a later time and date, they're going to have almost no difference in their success rate compared to a control group who is giving no, given no instruction. Whereas you compare a group of people that were much more externally focused. Uh, it's very similar to what we did with our, our 
pitching drill where we would hit long, then we hit short, then we hit on the target. So not focused on the technical aspect, but rather achieving goals and, and looking more towards targets, keeping the focus not on positions, not on the body, but more on what the ball is going to do. If you look at the stats between that group and the control, not only do they achieve it at a much higher rate, but they also retain it at a much, much higher rate. So that's really why I developed the 30-day challenge the way that I did. And it's one of the things where when I was going through the development process, I was looking through all the different interviews that I did, and I was looking for similarities between the different practice drills that I asked for from all these different instructors. And I noticed more and more that the external focus was the more common routine, the more common link between these different practice routines and the ones that had the most success. I used them with my students first and myself, and I saw a lot of success with these externally focused and these goal-oriented practice routines. And so that's why I chose those in terms of what actually went into the 30-day challenge. The other aspect of the 30-day challenge was really to teach people how to be more focused on not just stat tracking, but keeping an ongoing progression of improvement. So looking at, at one of the you know one of the big fundamental things was came from Adam Young, it's that 30 to 70 percent range in your practice success, making sure that if you cannot achieve the drill 30% of the time, then the drill is too hard in its current form and it needs to be made easier. If you achieve at better than 70%, that's great. You're ready to progress on and make it harder by adding another variable. Things like this make sure that people continue improving, continue to keep challenging themselves. Uh, in an interview that I did that you'll hear coming up in a few weeks with George Roy, uh, George made a point that you know once you set a goal for yourself, once you achieve that goal, congratulations, mission accomplished. It's time to set a new goal. And so if you can successfully do these practice routines, at a higher than 70% success rate, it is time for you to essentially give yourself a new goal by adding a variable and altering the, the routine ever so slightly. So when we look at the construct of these routines, that's really one of the things that they all have in common is that they're adjustable. So if you have some sort of progress that you're making, you can certainly tweak it to make it more difficult for yourself or you know, in the other direction too. If you're struggling, you can make it easier for yourself but also that they are measurable. You know, the stats that we're getting out of these routines are measurable so we know how we're progressing. You know, when we look at, at all sorts of different routines, if we can just look at how they're set up, you know, a lot of people, if they're practicing their four-footers, they're just going to, you know, drop two or three golf balls and they'll hit those two or three four-footers. If they make them, great. They'll pop them back out of the hole and they'll set up four footers from another direction. If you're tracking your success rate, even though I don't believe that uh, four footer one after another like that, kind of the rake and fire putting version, I don't really like that mentality of practice. But even if you are doing it that way, if you're tracking your success, if you're being honest about it, then at least you're going to be able to see some progress and maybe even look at your game in a whole new light because once you become more aware of that external versus internal focus and the need and the importance of actually tracking your progress, 
you're going to start to notice patterns show up within your game. Now, we had, again, uh, over 160 people that actually went through and signed up for the bonus materials. Of those people, we had about 12 post personal bests. And that's just within 30 days. Now, these practice routines are good. They're some of my favorites, but there's nothing that's over the top, super special. That's not like the, you know, the golden ticket to use a, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory term. It's just the fact that, you know, we're going through these with intention. So even if you don't like these practices and you prefer to do something else, that's fine. Just approach it with that measurable intention so you know exactly how you're improving throughout the entire routine. Now, again, this is only 30 days worth. Imagine if you can continue to give yourself at least three days a week of practice with this focus, purposeful intent, and you keep charting your progress. That way you know what areas need the most work and what areas are doing well. You're going to have your game in a whole new shape by the time two months are done or maybe three months are done, or if you're one of those lucky people who lives in the South, you've got all year round to work on your game. You know, imagine if you keep that focused intention on your practice and keep it purposeful, imagine how much progress you're going to make within your game over that period of time. It's really, really important to just maintain that. That's why, I mean, I kind of, I guess I introduced journaling to a lot of people because very few people that I have found actually do track their stats in this necessary way where you're looking at not just what happens on the course, but you're looking at what happens within your practice time as well. So it's really something that is foreign to a lot of people in terms of golf journaling, but is very beneficial. And essentially you've been kind of uh, subconsciously introduced to it through this last 30 day challenge. So as long as you continue to really chart your progress, you're going to be doing a whole lot better in a lot of different ways. Now a quick word from our sponsors from this week's episode, golf ball locator app. Now this is a pretty cool app. I've been talking to Tony about it for a while now. I got to check out some of the video from the beta testing. Just think about how much you spend on golf balls each year. Now, if you had a tool that was tied straight to your phone to help you find golf balls, that makes some pretty solid sense. The golf ball locator app is really slick and it's a lot better than the other ones because what it lets you do is it just uses the the camera in your cell phone, which most other ones also do. But what this does is it uses essentially like the facial recognition software from your camera, but to recognize golf balls. And once this thing finds your golf ball, it actually vibrates in your hand. So you can point your camera around the course looking for your golf ball while you, with your own set of eyes, look for the golf ball by yourself. That way you're kind of doing double time. A lot of the other golf ball finding apps, you have to look at your phone screen to actually narrow down where that ball is. But golf ball locator app really sets itself apart in that respect because once it locates the golf ball, it vibrates in your hand. So it lets you know when it's found it and it puts a little red square around it. So you know exactly where it is and it gives you the distance to your golf ball. Uh, golf ball locator app should be coming on live sometime during the week of May 9th of 2016. So definitely check out the iPhone or Android store that you're used to. And if you want to get the direct download links, you can do that on golfballlocatorapp.com. 
So there are two announcements that I wanted to make in this podcast as well. The first one is that we have officially decided that the next 30-day challenge will be happening on June 1st. That's when it'll kick off. Uh, that's when the you know initial workbook and that first email will go out. And then just like this time, we'll do every Monday for the practice routine emails. So if you would like to be part of that, all you have to do is go to golfstrategyschool.com slash 30-day challenge, and you'll be able to sign up there. Otherwise, the other big announcement, and it's almost tough for me to, to handle here, is that I want to turn this into a book. And the reason why I even bring this up on the podcast is because you as a community have helped me a ton. And that is in no small effort due to your dedication to your own personal golf game. And this podcast itself has been a way for me to give back to the game that I love and the game that's given me so much. But above and beyond that, a lot of this has come from you as the community. It's been your feedback that you've provided that led me to do the 30-day challenge. It's been all of your emails, all of your comments, all of the iTunes reviews that have kept me going on this progress, on this process. And so I guess what I'm saying is that with this book, I'm going to still need your help. Uh, what we're doing is we're getting a bunch of good feedback on that first iteration of the 30-day challenge. This is the first one that happened. So we're getting a lot of good feedback there. Uh, what I will be doing is I'll be continuing to write this book over the next month or two. And then what we're going to be looking for you as the audience is some help in terms of feedback. So what that would entitle is that I'm going to have to send out a whole bunch of pre-reading copies. So if you would like to be part of that group that helps me through this progress that really honestly helps create the book. Uh, if you would like to be a part of that, just like I mentioned a few seconds ago, if you want to jump on to that 30 day challenge email, that's all you would have to do. That's golfstrategyschoolcom slash 30 day challenge. And I will be definitely using that audience to help me out a lot. So if you maybe want a pre-copy and early uh, access to it, all you have to do is sign up there and you will definitely have my ear in terms of what you think should be improved and vice versa. I'll be there to help you with your game. So with that being said, that's the end of this kind of wrap up post show of the 30 day challenge. Thank you all again so much for listening. And like I said before, we are going to start the next 30 day challenge June 1st. It's a Wednesday. So that's when the first email will go out and then it'll be every Monday thereafter. Otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful weekend playing golf, and I will catch you in the short grass. Cheers. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.